Today we sit down with Fernanda, the small but mighty woman behind Vancouver's premier piercing only studio. Coming to Vancouver from Brazil, she started her schooling as a nurse, shifted her career into piercing, lived in Singapore where she met her mentor and built her gorgeous studio from the ground up. Thanks for joining us. Hello, Art. <laughs> okay, that's great then. Yeah. Okay, so we'll just start. Uh, my name is Barb. Hello. I'm LJ and today we have Fernanda. We have a very yeah. special guest. We are in her beautiful studio in Chinatown, Vancouver. Mm -hmm. um, it is a beautiful piercing studio. This is where I have gotten all my piercings. Mm -hmm. I have yet to get a piercing from you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we're um, doing this thing that we like to get everyone with their, you know, little shiners and yeah. Yeah. add some sparkles. Yeah, your style is more design, like you do designs or whatnot, right? Your styling or yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so we like to kind of um, uh, dig deep on the styling. Creativity, like mm. colors. It's very yeah. intentional. Yeah. yeah. Earrings are placed. If you're going to build on it later on, the style of it, mm -hmm. you know, I love it. Yeah, very like fashion focused. And see, like everyone like have different personal yes. styles. So it's mm -hmm. kind of matching and work with like everyone individually. Yeah. Nice. Like I always get the super <laughs> shiniest, sparkliest <laughs> ones. <Yeah>. Not surprised. <laughs> So how did you get started? Because it's hard to get into piercing as Barbara. Yeah, okay, so yeah, we were not even dabbling in it, but we thought yeah. we would put it on our bucket list because we love piercing, yeah. we love how it looks. Yeah. We want to be, we were like, we can be women in this. Yes. Can we do this? It's not a huge community. Mm -hmm. um, it's mostly men. Yes. Uh, very, very few women, and it's hard to get in. So, so yeah, so white, how did you? Yeah, how did you get in? Because it's so hard to get into the industry. Um, yeah, that is very true. It seems like you did also some research. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Association of Professional Piercers. Uh, that will be, you know, uh, the start of mm -hmm. like if you want to be a piercer. No, it's a good resource. Uh, for me, it was. I like to think that piercing kind of found me. Yeah, oh, like yeah, it's, yeah it's, um, and I've been like, there's times that I was not piercing, like I took a year off, I was like doing something di completely different, mm -hmm. but I always kind of, kind of go back to nice. piercer, yeah. How long um, If we tell you how long, then, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, part that um, I can see that being applied to more 
Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But at the time, that was back in 2004-ish, I believe. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> nice. I was like, I was so young. Yeah, I was like so young. You know, like when you're like very young, like I always have like lots of dreams and like being yeah. a business owner was one of them. Yeah. Um, at the at the time, of course, it was not. Uh, I was not ready to own a business, but um, I started looking to it, and then I wow. graduated nursing, and mm-hmm. I started looking. And um, again, I'm from Brazil. I, I don't think I mentioned that. Yeah, I'm from Brazil. You are. Yeah. We'll chat about the name. So that is kind of back home. Yeah. That in Brazil. Yeah. Years ago, uh, many years ago. <laughs> Um, so I found a course uh, in a big city. I grew up in a very tiny, small city, like on the farm side. Like I grew up like the first until I was like five, uh, no, I think it was like 11 years. I was kind of living in a farm. Um, so it was like a very small town, far from everything. So that was like a big thing for me. Um, so I did, went to the city and I took a two weeks basic classes of like piercings and that was just the start you know nice. um, so when I came back uh, my at a time my partner at the time um, was like let's open a studio a tattoo and piercing studio I'm like yeah let's do it so I kind of graduated from nursing I didn't get to work as oh. a nurse <laughs> you switched over yeah it wow. just kind of it was uh, things in my life it just kind of naturally happened yeah um, so I naturally kind of start, uh, you know, piercing and wow. it was challenging because yeah. there's so much, like there's no community around me, so mm. it was very scary and exciting and mm. I was doing like, you know, like basic things, it was just, at the time also we didn't have that many like fun kind of piercings, it was mm-hmm. like yeah. naval. Um, maybe like lobes and traguses. It's like very simple piercing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was the start, you know. Wow. I think we had this to do for about eight, ten years. Oh wow, that's yeah. a long time. Right. Yeah. Around the this time. is still in Brazil. In Brazil? Yeah. 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 yeah, I just moved to Canada about um, eleven years, twelve years ago. Wow. So, yeah. And how long has Oro been open? Oro has been open for it's gonna be three years. Oh nice. Uh, yeah, kind of. So like twenty. It's gonna be four years. Yeah, four years. We just turned three years. It's gonna be four next May. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it was about eight months when we're like open about eight months. I believe since once the pandemic actually happened. Oh. And it's, it was a beautiful experience here because the studio is so. Beautiful. Yeah, it's very fresh and clean and airy. It's a different vibe because I mean I got piercings when I was younger mm-hmm. and it was I don't know not as mainstream or maybe it was a really particular type of community. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's, it was different. The studios I've been to were different, darker, grungier, very masculine. But again, because the industry is yeah. so saturated by masculinity for so long, I feel like yeah. only five years yeah at least here and even the experience is different because if you go you know the whole experience from beginning to start is completely different the follow-up the treatment yeah Yeah. like here for example you show the tools and this is it when it's sterilized and this marks that it's sterilized this is brand new so you walk everybody through all of the steps especially if you're new to everything Mm -hmm. it's very like 
I'm putting a hole in my body. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah, okay. it is. Yeah. It's a great experience. It's a very different yeah, for great sure. experience. You gotta like the, the piercing again, it's like a very um, like the business part of it is very interesting because you have like you know the services part of it and then you also have the the shopping, like the routine mm -hmm. of the, the jewelry, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so sometimes you have to be strong, I believe, in all the, you know, those steps. So mm -hmm. even like with building oral, we want to make sure uh, the foundation of oral was there, which is like the, the health and safety. Mm -hmm. um, like the build itself of oral was based on like how we build in a way that's easy to not have cross-contamination or to like the flow of it. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like, and also create an experience for you, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of little things that go into it. Mm -hmm. um, the, not being clean and having the technique there for, for you and also giving you like a cool vibe. And yeah, yeah. it's all goes together. Yeah, so it's very a true. bit of everything. I was right? gonna say to the jewelry, I don't know if there's piercers, I mean, I haven't looked because I always go here, but I, the jewelry, when, again, when I went back in the day, it's stainless steel. Yeah. It mm -hmm. was just a hoop or like a bar, and that, that was is. kind of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's like when I started piercing, that was it. The, yeah. The, you have this little ring with a little bead. Yeah. Yeah. We call them the captive bead ring. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you have the barbell, which is little yep. bar, mm -hmm. two beads in each end. Yeah. Uh, and then that was. The, the the story, yeah. And then you have like a, for the name you have like you yes. have that yeah. with a jam the bottom. Yeah, and yeah, and, and then the ball on top. And yeah, and Playboy Bunny. Bunny. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god, is that what you had a Playboy Bunny? <laughs> Again, it was in my younger years. But here there's so many different options. There's yeah. different material, different metals. We're spoiled today. Like yeah. diamonds even. Yeah. Danglies. Like yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. yeah it's definitely changing and is getting, you know, the options are, are there for us today, thanks to the awesome designers. Yeah. Uh, we, not yet, we don't have our own line, but yeah, it's coming later. <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah, we're very spoiled to have like options nowadays. Yeah. Uh, and still keeping the quality because mm -hmm. um, again, when you look uh, at jewelry for body piercing, that's another thing because uh, there's a lot of little things that goes into it too, like the material composition has to be strong enough uh, up to standards because yeah. you're wearing inside of a fresh wound, right? Yeah, yeah. So it kind of like we do a lot of that educating clients to like the difference uh, between, you know, the traditional costume or like your everyday jewelry because you just wear like, you know, outside of the skin mm -hmm. or sometimes you wear your earrings but you have them for a very long time so you have like the sealed channelings pretty safe to play with different jewelry. Mm -hmm. uh, when you do something fresh and needle, there's a lot of things to consider, you know? Yeah, because you're gonna heal with that jewelry. Mm -hmm. So kind of balancing something yeah. that's beautiful and pretty and safe, um, yeah, that is kind of a little bit of a challenge, but... You know, <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah. I thought I was full and done already, <laughs> and then I came yep. almost two months ago. Yeah. And I was like, do we have any space to do Else. It looks like you do still have space. Oh, and yeah. then just recently we added this top piece. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's a but instead of it, um, it's a, it was a different kind of earring because normally it goes through like a stud. Mm -hmm. But then this one comes down with a dang with a dangle kind of. Oh, yeah. cool! So yeah, which I didn't even know that was a style or a thing. But then the stylist yeah. helped out with that, and yeah. I was like, oh, this oh, is really so great. Cool. It's different. It's yeah. just piercing a different angle, and then you can <laughs> wear like different style. It's just mainly like. 
we play a lot with your personal anatomy because mm -hmm. like we get a lot of clients that come in with like you know beautiful inspiration but our ears have like little phones and shapes mm -hmm. and yeah. we always have to see the front but also the back of our ears because sometimes it might look okay from the front part but you might not have space on the back to accommodate oh, yeah. the post so yeah. you kind of look that uh you know go a little check-in and um sometimes it might not work for you then we recommend something mm -hmm. different and I, I personally, I like to explore things that uh, it's very unique to you. Yeah. Like sometimes, yeah. Like, oh, I don't really like this little part here because it kind of sticks out. Um, and sometimes you just can put a little bling there and you have a great anatomy for it and you put some sparkle and it just looks good. Yeah, yeah. You feel good too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, it's fun. Yeah. It's I love fun. It. And then in it's terms of, because you have other stylists that work here or how many of you are yes there? so our team is very small mm -hmm. so now i have uh tina she helps on the front with picking jewelry and mm -hmm. even doing some like styling too she's mm -hmm. really to the creative part of you know playing gems she has very fancy taste and she <laughs> her fancy pieces um yeah. And then we have Thor, which is our his piercing most of the time here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great and he does a lot of that too. And it's good because we're very uh I would say we're a very diverse team. We have like very different different perspective mm -hmm. for you yeah. know creative looks. So a little bit of everything. Um mm -hmm. everyone perspective, it, you know, it's more diversity. Yeah, it's it's really neat. Like even if I come in for an appointment, the three of you will be at the front. Yeah. When I was looking for like, what can I do next? And then everybody's like, oh, there's this option, there's this option, yeah. this would fit here for uh -huh. spacing. And then Thor was technical. He's like, well, when was the last time you got a piercing? Maybe yeah. we'll do this side then. Uh, if this isn't healed yet, it might still be inflamed, so you can't yeah. go right next to it. It's like even things. Oh, like, you can do this. Yeah. It takes a while, so you know, to heal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little like before a repair. So we do like a little consultation, especially if you look into the styling because yeah. uh, so you hear you have your goal and then you have to you know what's the steps to get there. Mm -hmm. um, you see sometimes photos of like a full like complete style style ear, mm -hmm. but it takes a little while to get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Like I wanted say like four, mm -hmm. and they're like you can't do it all in one sitting. Yeah. And it's actually a lot on the body too because the body has to be able to heal it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. A few little guidelines yeah. here and there. <laughs> Let's do it all! Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I want to stand here and three yeah. here, and we do get that request sometimes. Yeah. And uh, we also get some classes, sometimes they like, oh, I just want to get those piercings, why you don't want to give me those piercings, right? Yeah. And it's mainly because we want to make sure, like, they can hear properly. What happens is, like, or again, or, or we are not here to just, like, you know, take your money do like that or yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. So we want to make sure um, we're doing it in a safe way yeah. and it's like good for a long time without mm -hmm. having issues because you can get a lot of piercings and if you don't heal properly, um, they can look not so good, you yeah. know, like yeah. if they start acting up and they, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the healing part is like a big deal uh, into watching styling. Yeah. And then from when you first started, yeah, in Brazil until now, like how much is your style on how you do deal with clients, how you style yeah. piercings and everything? How much has that changed? Has it? 
Oh, that's that's like a question. <laughs> a lot. I don't even know how much it has changed because it just changed so much. Yeah. And also when I think myself as a period or like as four or um it's hard to kind of have a because like you, it's something that you're doing with your hands. It's part of you I guess. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I change that reflect around me. Uh so in the industry, um as a piercer, uh, I feel like as a person I change so much yeah. and as a piercer as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I feel like uh, I think I'm at my best now, like more mature. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's ever evolving. Uh, and it does get a little better, ideally. Yeah. Every yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it changed a lot, and also the industry also has mm -hmm. changed a lot. Yeah, it has yeah. changed. Uh, again, as when I, I moved here, I'm like, oh my gosh, the, it's so different. Like, depends where you are, uh, the mm -hmm. industry is different, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I was pretty much kind of solo, I would say, when I was a person in Brazil, so I didn't have much, uh, there was not much of a community around me. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of like, you know, you always do the same piece over again because it's just your comfort zone, you haven't learned much. Mm -hmm. You know, it's mm -hmm. just like, oh, I don't. You don't know how to perform something. Yeah. You just stick to what you know, right? Yeah. Uh, so with Canada, I realized that like, oh my gosh, I have to learn things all over again because it was so advanced for me, the industry here. Ah. Uh, so it was it was hard because I felt very intimidating. Yeah. Because again, the industry mm -hmm. it's hard to get in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Here. I was like a male yeah. dominated, Karen, very good. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Um, so, with no connection, and I'm very <laughs> <Yes>. introvert, <laughs> I have the hardest time to. It's <laughs> like hurdle after hurdle after yeah. hurdle. Yeah, so I have to fight a lot of internal battles to mm. get here. And, you know, those things that you gotta do it yourself and yeah. you just gotta push it. So I have to kind of be like, okay, what is the best, uh, how do I get there, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, I just start again. Uh, the APP was one of my, mm -hmm. you know, uh, first, like, at Brazil, back in Brazil. Um, I didn't have English either, so that would <laughs> kind of limit things. <laughs> yeah, so well, everything goes back. I still kind of have a bit of English now. You I speak a little bit of English now, but yeah. You speak um, a lot of English, first yeah. of all. No, <laughs> it's amazing. It is. Um, okay, I'm gonna have more questions about that. Uh, after. Yeah, that's <laughs> like. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that also, it kind of like, it was just a combination of all those things. You're like, you're new to the country and you see all these amazing studios, really established, really putting amazing work, and then you realize, like, hey, I don't know how much I know. <laughs> Yeah. You know, which is, I guess, wow. is good. Yeah. And then you're a woman and you, like, it's, I guess I try to reach out a bit, but it is just very hard. That's yeah. exactly what happened to me, is that no one come back to me. Yeah, it's no more yeah. you weren't willing to apprentice for two years. And I had my own studio, right? So I was, yeah. like, I was like, how do you do this where I don't have to work for free for two years? Mm. And yes. you, right? Yeah. And my end goal is... The, the right, like, to yeah, have yeah. it so I can offer it. But you wanted to do it right. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't, I don't know. It was, it's a closed industry. Very yeah, close. you know what? Yes, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. It is. And even for me, that, like, 
you know, I was a writer piercer, and even for me to brag, it was hard. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I had a little bit of a, a tough time kind of navigating through it, but also uh, I think I didn't develop myself like good, strong social skills. Like, I always have like, a hard time approaching yeah. people and like yeah. putting myself out there, yeah. so that doesn't help much. Uh, but then again, yeah, I started doing some research and like from like, you know, learning mm -hmm. about APP at the time. Mm -hmm. um, then just kind of a lot of things open up and I'm like, oh, this can, I can do this, I can do that. Um, but also that was the time that was like my first or second year in Canada, first year actually. And then it's when I met my uh, husband and we decided to move to Singapore. Oh my gosh, yes. I had no idea. Yeah, so I lived in Singapore for almost two years. Um, so that helped because when I moved there, um, I applied for a few jobs as a piercer. And um, I got a really cool, I got to work in a very cool studio. I was pretty much like running the studio. Wow, and nice. And that is, uh, yeah, my ex boss, which is a good friend now. She nice. came in actually and stayed with me. Oh, and we went to the piercing conference. Yeah, yes. her name is Free. Um, so she, I learned a lot of her at the time because I was transitioned from Brazil, being piercing and going there. So I learned a lot from her, like new piercings and new techniques. Yeah. Uh, and at the time, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start over again, but in knowing mm -hmm. that I'm gonna, you know, work on this. Sure. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so I worked there for two, almost two years as a piercer. Wow. Um, and then when I came back, I'm like, I started just, I was working as a producer here, but mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm gonna just kind of re-educate myself and mm -hmm. see, get all the help that I can get. Um, so I set up for a course, um, a class in San Francisco from Fakir, which is, you know, it's a legend mm -hmm. in the industry. Um, is this, is that a school or is that a person? This school, but the oh, person, right. like here's the person that kind of, you know, created. So, are was yeah. telling me about him where he still so comes to the, the Vegas um, yeah. show and everything, like he's legendary? Yes, yes. It's like they start, you know, the like where everything starts. Yeah, much. yeah. Unfortunately, he passed now. Yeah. yeah, I was like honored to actually meet them wow. and uh, attend. Uh, and I think it was one of the classes before you know yeah uh, so that was very special and that was good because I start kind of uh, meeting other pictures and seeing you know that you know with the community it does help you to, to move forward yeah nice. so 12 years ago you moved to Canada from Brazil what was the
I think I got that from my dad, I think, you know? The kind of How did you get my Canada, for example? Yeah. Like a Japanese Which I also think it just Canada picked me. <laughs> oh! Uh, yeah, so back in Brazil, I felt like I was very, like, I'm a person that dreams a lot. Yeah. So I had a lot of dreams, and like sometimes I think they're not gonna happen, but they happen just in different ways, yeah. and uh, sometimes better than you. Which for? Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, so I didn't have a set plan, oh, I'm gonna move to this country and I'm gonna do this or that. Um, I didn't have a plan like that, but I did have a feeling that uh, I, I love Brazil and it's, it's like it's my home. Uh, but I didn't have a feeling that my life would be there for some reason, like the belonging mm -hmm. feeling. Yeah. Uh, I was just kind of looking for something. I was looking and yeah. I don't know. Um, and I did a little bit of traveling uh, before I moved to Canada. I did a um, it's like this program that they have in the United States that you go and it's like a nanny. If you watch kids and then you learn English, you go to school half time uh, part time and then you work a little bit part time. Because mm -hmm. at the time uh, I couldn't afford like a you know an English course, course. Like yeah, spend yeah. a year overseas abroad. Yeah. So yeah. also sorry yeah. from Brazil to Canada, you also didn't speak English yet. Uh, a little bit because of this uh, program that I did okay. with work with kids, mm -hmm. so I learned a little bit of English there. Because wow. uh, I didn't go out like we have English in school, but it's super super basic, so you mm -hmm. don't really learn much. Mm -hmm. And then what you learn more like the writing and mm -hmm. reading, so uh, which is my struggle is pronunciation or you know yeah communication of course. Or in listening, which is that was for me the challenge. Mm -hmm. uh, so I didn't learn much uh, back in Brazil. I'm like, I think if I want to learn English, I have to actually really uh, mm -hmm. expose myself to yeah. language, right? Yeah, so yeah. that's why. And when I mentioned that, like some years I would uh, not be a piercer, and that was one year that I took off to yeah. kind of do this program. It's just amazing. Yeah. yeah. Part of you know, you're moving to a brand new country. Yeah. By, by that yourself. was so scary. Yeah. yeah. By yourself. No, learning a new language. And like wanting to start it's, your own business too. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a long way. It's <laughs> 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 <was> so old. <laughs> but uh, that was like, it helped me a little, but still, uh, because you know, I feel like if you're old, it's hard to learn a language. Yeah. No, I can't so, imagine you being that old. So yeah, so I did that, and I went back to Brazil. And then when I did this um, this program, I I feel like that was it for me. I'm like, okay, I know that now. I just want to travel and explore. Uh, but after that, I still stay in Brazil for like I lived in Brazil for I think an extra four years. And then just because I really wanted to travel, then I kind of. Uh, once you, uh, there's a lot of tattoo uh, shows, tattoo conferences. Yeah. Right? yeah. So I went to a tattoo show, there's like piercings as well, but there mm -hmm. was a tattoo show in Argentina. So I went there and it was like really great. I got to meet a few piercers there. Mm -hmm. um, and then I stayed for a month and that kind of was kind of fun. So I'm like, okay, I want to do more of this. And then I couldn't stay still. <laughs> so I started exploring, I'm like, oh, like I, I still had some different places that I could go and maybe explore. And you were by yourself like the entire time, yeah. traveling by yourself. Yeah, that was a solo thing. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah. You're not an introvert. I was going to say, do you think? So introvert. Were you an introvert in Brazil as well? 
is it because yes. is it a language thing? Because I know sometimes some people it's because of the language yeah. where you kind of just shy away, but then yeah. I'm like, what were you like as a child? <laughs> yes. <laughs> were you louder or like? No, I was very quiet. I mean, at home, like you have different personalities, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think my my uh, the Fernanda at home I was uh, pretty out there, <laughs> but then the Fernanda outside was more shiny. Uh, and then with the close friends, also you like have this different Fernanda, just like we all. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Different setup, but I was just terrible at a big setup in a big group, or yeah. you know, if I had to. Someone that I don't know. Or, yeah, yeah. So that's it. I guess saying that can be said. So your partner now, when you yeah. met before and you went to Singapore together, were you? I guess you were in a relationship at that point, or were you just two friends? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you had to admit if you went to oh, Singapore. With so them. that story is because so we. That's how I like. As I said, things just is natural. So I met Roberto, um, and we got married like in the first year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so and he's like, oh, like he's a music teacher, um, Mr. Flo. <laughs> music teacher name is Mr. Flo. So he's like, oh, there's this kind of ad for a job in Singapore, and like we just got married. I'm like, oh, apply, we can go. And then he's like, uh, no, that's when we're dating. Actually, that's when we're dating. And it's like, uh, yeah, I applied for the job, and then he applied, and then uh, it's like, oh yeah, you know, like in this job, and we came to Singapore. But it was the excitement of like getting married and also moving to like a different country, and it's like, because he was living here, and like this was all, mm-hmm. you know, his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it, everything was already new. But then we were kind of moving to Singapore, start something new yeah. for both of us. Yeah, and then it yeah. was. I think one of the best adventures of my life. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And that you got the work experience there. You met, you yeah. know, the yeah. who's now your friend there. Yeah, yeah. really, just the universe. Yeah. So yeah, it's and you sort of look at each other. Yeah, because there's Same. not a lot of women. Maybe I don't know. Is it a little bit more now? I would say. Yeah, yeah. but back in the day, there wouldn't have been. Not, I feel like. Not. not yeah, yeah. It's, uh, slowly getting more diverse as well. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, it's getting there uh, for the first time. With, like a, the, now this year, the last uh, APP, we had a uh, like a meeting just mm-hmm. for piercings of colors, and it was oh, just amazing. Yeah, I got to meet piercings from uh, piercings from like Hong Kong and uh, from. Um, Philippines, which I, yeah, yeah, that's a whole other thing. It's like you just start meeting yeah. more people, and it's kind of lots of yeah. It's it's kind of very exciting to see that. Yeah, yeah, inspiring. Yeah, it's, like, mm-hmm. it isn't all over the world. Yeah. So would you say that when you were in Singapore, because you yeah. were saying when you came here, yeah, you didn't know much because the industry in Brazil was quite small. Yeah. Would you say Singapore is quite advanced, like one of the more advanced? Or? I think uh, it was uh, more compared to Brazil, mm-hmm. but then I feel like it's still, like from Singapore here, still, I still have to really uh, learn. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I would say North America is more, 
not only North America, but like, you know, um, Europe. So like there's some countries that are more, um, yeah. yeah. I think also it has to do with the language that kind of helps a little bit. So after Singapore, yeah. then you came back to Canada? Yeah. And then I worked as a piercer for a little while. And I um, <laughs> I work in a red Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I work at a piercing shop in Surrey. So oh. I was working like again like the tattoo and piercing shop. So yeah. I was working as a piercer in this shop. Yeah. And uh, at the time as I was kind of, you know, learning learning, uh, there's a lot of things that I wanted to do, uh, but uh, different, you know, shops has different goals mm -hmm. or not. So I'm like I think I have to do my own thing, cause, yeah. yeah, and I was very like supported and you know, that's great. they're like a family, we're still like, oh nice, yeah. that's nice. Were there any women there or were you the only uh, one? I was the only one at the time, yeah, yeah. yeah. so not surprising. It was like, yeah, I, yeah, I just had a great time when I was there because I had really, uh, you know, a lot of support because I hear all kind of experience, you know, mm -hmm. everyone is lucky as me. Mm -hmm. So, um, everyone was very nice to me and when I told them about my dream and everything, they were very supportive. That's yeah. really great. And also awesome clientele, so. That's good. Yeah. So were you think when you were there, were you already thinking, I want to create a space? Oh, yes. Of course, you wanted to be business probably five years prior to opening it yeah yeah i think so i just didn't know yet because on my mind i was not sure what direction i would go for because um it's always tough to win piercings uh, because you know like financially um like yeah just to, to pay like rent mm -hmm. just with like mm -hmm. to build a space just for piercings alone and pay rent and things mm -hmm. like that um, I didn't know if it was possible, mm -hmm. you know, even though like that's what I would like, I didn't know if it was possible at the time, um, because tattoo is a big, you mm -hmm. know, part of like, of the income. Kind of complement each yeah. other. Mm -hmm. and and, um, yeah, I think it feels like in a tattoo and piercing shop, like of course the tattoo, I feel like it's what it's making things happen, as piercings just complements that. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of, it feels like an industry. If you have tattoo shops, expected that they offer piercing services as well. Mm -hmm. It's almost like built in for some reason. Yeah, um, I agree with you. And I think that's so weird because yeah. although, and I'm like, maybe we all just assume they're per, like paired together because they've only ever been paired together because they were yeah. rebellious yeah, together. That's true. that's true. Right? Whereas now it's like, there's such different art yeah. forms. Even the day that I opened, like I was not hundred percent sure that yeah, I could make it, but I guess you just at some point you just have to believe and go for it. I think you actually came out at the perfect time because I feel like, especially during the pandemic, we've all found new ways to be creative with how we express ourselves. Yeah, and I think um, right before the pandemic, that's when you're styling for influencers and bloggers and everything just started to become a thing oh. right so then for you to come out when you came out and then you know like now time, yeah. right it, i think it's a great time because now people are trying to find different ways to express artwork so how did the name 
come up. Like, and what does it mean? Okay, so the name it's uh, Oro means gold in Portuguese. Mm -hmm. um, I really wanted to kind of you know focus on having a nice uh, selection of gold, and I feel like Oro will be kind of for me everything. Every time I say Oro, it's just like. I feel the Brazilian on me, um, and it's interesting though because every for here or it's like it's not a very you know not everyone mm -hmm. know yeah. much. So I love just hearing people pronouncing oral in mm -hmm. various different ways, mm -hmm. and I don't know. I think that feels kind of special because you know you know I would say oral. Um, yeah, so it sounds so much yeah. nicer when you say. I know. It. I, I say oral. <laughs> And then people who speak Portuguese, they're like, oh, is it? And then they pronounce it properly. I'm like, yeah, that is probably it. <laughs> but yeah, it's already means gold in Portuguese. It's just a little reminder of, you know, my yeah, a little piece of home. <laughs> a little piece of home, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then how did you land in your beautiful space here? Oh, um, so, because this is your first. Yeah, yeah, my first one. Um, so it's just, I had a lot of like ideas how I wanted to be and I just did a lot of research and I feel like if I wasn't a piercer maybe I would be, I would go into interior design because I just love spaces mm -hmm. and um, I just want to see a lot of like um, textures and um, I want it to be very like Kind of dreamy and airy and calming and mm -hmm. it's like a smile. Like, it is. Um, it really is. Because sometimes, you, like, you know, it's fun that you come in and you shop and get all excited, and then sometimes for the piercing self, you might feel a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. uneasy and sometimes scared. So, yeah, I feel like this like loud, aggressive, yeah. angry music at other places I've been. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like the vibe, like, oral needs mm -hmm. to have. It's, I see aura as most almost like. Uh, a person, you know, like or like your house. So when you come in, I want you to feel at home and comfortable. Relaxed. Like relax yeah. And, uh, and then I want this vibe for oral. So I, I I thought about all the little details for like these five years. Like oral, could I have a smell or gonna mm -hmm. have like this mm -hmm. chill music vibe mm -hmm. and. Uh, when you get in, it's just like you forget about your busy day life and you just kind of almost like you're going to a completely different world and it slowed down also the process. I wanted to come in and kind of life is just so rushy, just like go, go, go. Mm -hmm. So like the intention behind of all is that not only you come in and get like this beautiful piercing, but also you have a personal experience that you kind of slow down yourself and mm -hmm. for me with um, like being a piercer, which is one of the hardest things, is that I really look for connection with my clients. Mm -hmm. um, so I chat a lot, which is like weird because when I'm on my piercer personality there, I would just like, I just, you know, want to be more, a little bit more personal. I think it's just how the way I am and uh, not just like a business kind of thing that you can do for you. But I really like to connect with people and like, I'm interested in to know, you know, Mm -hmm. What to do or like mm -hmm. about them? Yeah, like a little bit more about them. So um, I wanted to create this vibe that you know this experience that uh, it's more personal and it's not much like you know just like a piercing. Mm -hmm.
beside of all the other details that you want to put into it because you want to make sure uh, for oral space uh, I think the foundation was the, the floor plan you know where you got um, the safety was like one on the foundation everything kind of layers on the top so yeah. your life unfolded organically yeah. <laughs> with your dream and the yeah. universe brought to you different yeah. things at different times but yeah. I love that you also let go for the things to happen, that's yeah. my thing, is that I'm always holding on so tight. <laughs> and then yeah. in my head I have such a specific timeline that if it's not right at that moment, I feel like I failed in life. <laughs> yeah, but to let go, it's such a it's beautiful so thing. Important. Yeah. Because you're not making room for mm -hmm. what's what's meant to come. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And then yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean when you do like have plans, sometimes you just expect the things to happen the way and yeah. Uh, sometimes it does and then you push it and you push it and then it just doesn't turn out good because yeah. it's yeah. not the natural way. That's something that yeah. I think it's a big lesson that I learned that mm -hmm. I have to play with what I have. You know, I put all the work and if mm -hmm. the result is not what I want, maybe it's just because that's not a position we're taking. Yeah. I love that you see it that way. <laughs> yeah. It's a big aha moment for me. Barb! You know, me and my time. Oh my god. I feel yes. like I failed if it hasn't happened yeah, at a specific well, time. Yeah. yeah. It happened to me so many times. Yeah. And I mean, it still happened, but it's something that I have to, yeah. we have to remind ourselves that. You know, uh, there's things that I really wanted to happen. It didn't happen that way, but it happened in a better way because. I love that. Yeah. So I feel like we're sometimes just I tend to want to be in control, mm -hmm. and yeah, sometimes you just kind of let go. Let go. It's also the like, you know, because you're so ideally hyper focused on that dream that you forget. How much you've already overcome, right? Yeah, right. So yeah. Like, Wait a minute, like should just. I did stuff. Yeah, like I am, like, and then be kind of grateful for that journey mm -hmm. versus yeah. just like I'm not there. The gratitude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very true. Very yeah. true. So that's like that's what I struggle with the most. Of like I wanted something to happen a certain yeah. way, and then it's like why why am I not there yet? And then it's a reminder of. Yeah. Dude, they've only yeah. been open for two so years. True. Like three years. Yeah. And you yeah. Yeah. Lots. yeah, right? Like if you think about it. And you, yeah. there was like a pandemic. <laughs> yes, that yeah. is so impressive. And yeah. it's like just to be yeah. open and to yeah. have awesome clients that's like. Yeah. But I, I love good. like. Yeah, I, I love how you. Already. Yeah. <laughs> I love how you said, right? Like a lot of your. Like your base is like just building a relationship with your clients versus yeah one and done yeah they like they want ten piercings they yeah. don't care and yeah like, actually that's not quite good for your ear yeah. but yeah. some places would be like okay let's do yeah. that yeah you're forming a whole community right? yeah of, like people like people like minded people and yeah, like, yeah 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 which is a good thing yeah, yeah it's so beautiful when you open your space to that. We're gonna do old school. We're gonna put out good work, and people are gonna spread the word. Yes, that's how I want it to be. Which is like, like so old school. Yeah. Uh, but I'm like, I don't want to rely. Like, of course, marketing is very important for a business. Yes. Uh, but I, I want our work to speak for ourselves yeah. instead of like you yeah, know putting too much, much market. And it, of course, it's hard. Yeah. And like, we still have people that come with like. Of course, I have that. Oh, I never heard of you guys before. This is so cool. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I've been here for ten years. But that's yeah. still a very short time. But yeah, remember yeah. those two years. The years is yeah. 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 So, right. well, yes. yeah. So 
like, what are you most excited for next? Or what, is there anything you really want to get to next? That's a, a good question. Um, there's, um, I would like to or of course, to, you know, extend a little. I think open an oral back home in Brazil, Ooh. it would be something special. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that would be like super special. Yeah. Um, creating my jewelry line. I've been taking a lot of, you know, jewelry making classes and I've been working on little stuff here and there. Uh, but I wanted to come in when I'm ready for. Uh, I just wanted to bring something fresh because yeah. there, there's like already so many gorgeous jewelry, so many beautiful designers. Mm -hmm. And for me, I feel like I don't want, I want to bring something fresh and new and I haven't Mm, yeah. Got there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and I'm only gonna come in with something if I can add on to the market. Because, yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah. I, I believe that we always should bring a little. Yeah. On, so. yeah. so, was this area an area you always like? We're thinking that for oral. Yeah. So, the. Again, with the planning, I did a lot of research on, you know, where I would would go mm -hmm. and I learned like very quick how leases, commercial <laughs> leases are in, you know, Vancouver, the yeah. land is just like and there's so many times that I thought that oil was not gonna happen. I don't know if it happened to you, yeah. but like I viewed so many places yeah. um, and also as a piercing business, yeah. uh, it's hard to get a place because not a lot well because of not a lot of yeah yeah, yeah so there is yeah. it's the association of uh, yeah tattoo piercing and what it has like, so like yeah that was a little bit of um i learned that that's yeah. like you know most places they will plus the demand for commercialism in vancouver when i was open oral was pretty high so, yeah um i i guess for every place that applied there was already like Wow. Like 10, 20 applicants, or I don't know. There was, there's always like, oh yeah, there's people, more people interested, right? Yeah. So I was not a priority. Plus, I didn't have any business experience. I didn't have immigrants. I have this list. It's true because they asked you for your business history yeah. a lot of like bigger leases and longer leases, right? Yes. Yeah. So it was very hard to find a place because the places. Sometimes would not allow any work on the plumbing, or you know, just because you're a new business, you don't mm -hmm. have you know the financial backing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that would make it difficult. And but I just keep looking, and I think it was close to like okay, maybe I'll just hold on to this dream. Um, and then I viewed this place, um, and it kind of worked out. I was still very um, kind of I read a book about commercial lease. But uh, it was great because it worked. Yeah. Um, I 
feels very happy with whatever we negotiated. It was yeah. really good. Yeah. And yeah, and then it was just construction. You started to build there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like yeah, finding a place it was um, I would say one of the biggest ones. And then from like yeah. signing your lease to getting your permit approval. To get your permit? How long did that take? I think that was three or four months. Yeah, yeah, um, it takes a long time. Well, no, actually it was more because I, I believe I signed up the, the lease in November. Yeah. Or no, October, and then we opened in May oh, wow. next year. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Did you get like three months in between or? I got a lot of help with, I got uh, a few months of like uh, like completely free rent yeah, and then I got yeah. a few months that I just paid for the, the cost of oper the operation Operations. cost. Yeah, really uh, it was really good and I got a bit of tenant improvement well, yes. so yeah. it was it was good like, it was really good. I should have read that book before I signed this piece in lease. Yeah, but I, like, I know now. Let me learn. I mean, yeah, every time. This, yeah, I can look it up. She it's a really it. great book. Uh, when I told that to me, <laughs> it's too late for me now. To the agent, he's like, no, this is doesn't happen in Vancouver because nobody's gonna give you any of that because just the market, yeah. it doesn't allow for that because there's way too many people that are ready to lease. Mm -hmm. um, so. But well, like, I kind of I feel I had that like embedded in my brain that it would happen and then somehow it happened. Good for you, um, for yeah. speaking too. Thank you so much for joining us today, everybody. Yeah. This is really yeah. nice. It's really nice to nice hear your story. And if anybody wants to reach out to Fernanda or Oro, yeah. Or you book an appointment or has yeah. questions, where do they go? Yeah, please come chat. You can book an appointment at oralpiercings.com or you can find us on Instagram as well at oralpiercings. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to seeing you and thanks. Bye. And you can come to the back room and hang out here. Yeah, And that's a wrap on another episode of See You Next Tuesday. To follow Fernanda on her journey, or maybe even book yourself in for a piercing, head to oropiercings.com. O-U-R-O-P-I-E-R-C-I-N-G-S.com. And to chat with us or share your story, connect with us at cu-nexttuesday.com. The letter C-U-N-E-X-T-T-U-E. SDAY.com. Thanks so much for being here, and we can't wait to see you next Tuesday.